Hello and welcome to Euro Trips podcast. We are back and once again talking all things European football. Uh, I am your host Andy and I'm once again joined by um, Naeem and Ryan. How are you boys? You're good mate. Yeah, good, thank you. Good stuff. Um, we are sadly not with Alex tonight. He has other commitments that he um, simply cannot avoid so um, sadly he won't be here but the three of us so we'll still, we'll still fight you through. Um, what we're going to do this week, we're going to um, sort of uh, run through each of the leagues, give a little roundup to each division uh, before we then um, go on to our predictions for each each league. So the categories we've got are champions, the three relegated teams, the surprise team, the flop team, the top scorer, the player of the season and the first manager to be sacked. So um, obviously we would we have started off with Ligue 1. Because um, Alex is in here, um, there's only one place really to start. It's Lionel Messi. Um, he has completed his move, two-year move um, to Bath to PSG, um, which has really caused a massive um, sort of frenzy in Paris. And thousands and thousands of fans have have, have been present um, when he sort of was outside his hotel when he came for his um, shirt shirt veiling and all that. So yeah, it's. Um, PSG have sort of completed a very an incredible, in my opinion, an incredible transfer window. Uh, they have um, had four um, signings for free. It was uh, long as Messi. You've got Genie Wijnaldum from Liverpool, uh, and you also had Sergio Ramos, who left Madrid after many, many years, as well as Gianluigi Don, Donnarumma, who was the goalkeeper for Italy that won Player of the Tournament at the Euros. As well as this, they bought Hakimi from. Um, for 60-odd million from Dortmund, I believe it was. Um, but yeah, so they've had an amazing summer. Uh, obviously, Lille are um, looking to win back-to-back titles um, in in in, 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 that, in Ligue 1, uh, but it's whether they can retain it after such a shock uh, win last season. So we're going to start with the champions. Now, Mike, I'm going to presume that we've all got the same team winning the league. Have we all got PSG or has anyone got anything different to PSG? I have. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine that. Um, yeah, so for me, PSG are just, I think, even before they signed all these I think they were still the favourites because I think everyone for me realised that Leo was maybe a one-off. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's no way, especially now they've bought the players they have. I just personally can't see anyone but PSG, and I'm sure you boys feel the same. Now, the teams that are relegated, I found this very difficult, if I'm honest. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's only two teams that are going down this season in league in. Is that is that right, boys? Yeah, two teams. So, it's two teams that go down automatically, and then the 18th team goes into a playoff against the team that finishes in third in league in, uh, league okay. two. Okay. So in that case, I'm going to go for the three teams or the two teams that are going to definitely go down. I put down as Troyes and Clermont. I've got Rems as the team that are going to be in the in the playoff. Now I'm going to go to uh, Ryan next. Yeah, so I've gone with two of the same teams there in Troyes and Reims. Uh, both look very, very weak. And my other team to go down is Strasbourg. Or uh, I don't think... They struggled too badly last season, but there's just something about looking at their squad this season that doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence. So, And then Naeem, who have you got down going down? 
Uh, so I've gone for Brest, uh, Troyes and Clermont as the three teams that I reckon will go down. I've put uh, t- two two out of three teams are teams that I've got promoted. But um, yeah, it's usually, usually maybe one or two teams that get promoted usually goes down anyway. So yeah, I've gone, gone for those um, three teams. And sticking with you, Naeem, who have you got as your surprise team? I've gone for I've gone for Monaco. Um, they finished yeah, was it third last season, I believe. Let me just double check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, they finished third, third last season. Um, you know, they well, there's only what five points uh, from from winning the league. So yeah, I think I think they may you know they they've got a good manager um, uh, at this at the squad, and they yeah they haven't really lost too many players. So I think they may surprise a few teams this season um, because there's obviously not too much pressure on them as opposed to. Obviously, PSG and Lille. So, yeah, I think they might surprise a few people this season. Well, I've gone for the exact same. Obviously. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think you've got players like Delta Martins, Ben Yedder, um, even someone who I think we've more heard is a very good youngster in William Goobles. Um, you've got Kevin Volland, who who was at one point seen as a, um, you know, as, as a youngster coming through. They've also signed Pele, which is always a good, team for, good sign for anyone. Um <laughs> I think that whilst for, I think PSG will run away with this league, I think that you know if they do struggle, if they can't get all these players to gel, then I think someone like Monaco could be the team that surprises out and wins it next year. But I'm very very aware that it might well be PSG. But um, Ryan, who have you gone for as your surprise team? Is it a clean sweep or have you gone for someone else? I've gone for someone else just because uh, obviously Monaco they finished third. They they have a good squad, good manager with Nico Kovac as well. So I don't necessarily think that I'd class them as a surprise team because I don't think they'll win the title. So unless they finish second, they've only really done a little bit better than last season. But my surprise team is Marseille, just because I like what they've done in the transfer window. They've brought in some brilliant players. Uh, Gwendouzi and Saliba from Arsenal, great signings on loan. Um, an underrated one is Comrade de la Fuente from Barcelona. Very good player as well. And, you know, a new manager, fresh start for them. I do think they'll have a good season and finish in the top four. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that could well happen. That could well happen. Now, so flop team. I've gone for a team that um, I've looked into it and they've been tipped as a, a surprise team to go down. Um, I've gone for Bordeaux as my flop team. I think there's a lot of talk behind the scenes of many issues. I think they were they were initially relegated into League League Two for financial issues before they got that reversed. So there's a lot of issues going on with Bordeaux money wise. Uh, there was a lot of sort of turmoil from what I can what I've heard what I've seen behind the scenes, uh, and I think this could easily seep into the team. I think uh, sort of with a lot of teams have money problems, they eventually do get rele- relegated. You look at Leeds, you look at Portsmouth, you look at um, I think even someone like with Villarreal had the same issue or something like that. So I think a lot, you know, a lot of teams that do have money problems, not nine out of ten times they do go down. I think that um, Bordeaux, you know, that they, 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 they could easily be drawn into a, um, a surprise or relegation bite. Um, Ryan, who have you gone for as your flop team? I've actually gone for Leon. Um, okay. I don't like what they've done. In the window, they haven't really made any any good signings in terms of incomings and outgoings. Wise, they've let a few good young players go and replaced them with sort of mediocre players. And you know, I don't really rate Rudy Garcia either as a manager. 
um, or Janino as the director of football or whatever he is there. So I got, I feel I think they'll struggle this year, especially if they end up losing um, Husamawa, uh, you know, their most probably creative player. They do have Lucas Paqueta and Musa Dembele, you know, uh, Ryan, Ryan Cherky as well. But I just have a feeling defensively they're going to really struggle this season. And then, Naeem, who's your relegated team? Flop team. Sorry, flop team, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my flop team, I've gone for the title winners last season, Lil. Um, uh, purely on the fact, obviously, they've got a new manager in. I know they've, they, I know they've got pretty much the same squad as last season. They, they brought a few players in, but uh, whereas with last season, they were pretty much out of Europe by, by February. Um I think obviously now they're in the Champions League, um, they probably would have, they're gonna have to obviously play their strongest teams pretty much every week, and I think that might just catch up on them. Um, and yeah, they, I think last season was kind of a little freak season to be fair, obviously behind closed doors and whatnot. But yeah, I think they may just yeah they, they might they may flop this season. So yeah, I've got, I've gone with them as my flop team. Okay, um, now I'm gonna go for my next two the same one because they are the same player. I'm going for Messi. Uh, I mean I. I don't know whether you've always gone for the same, but I think that, uh, personally, I think, obviously everyone knows Messi's ability and he's the best player in the world. Uh, I do think that he's going to take to Liga and like a duck to water. And I do think he's just going to carry on how he's normally is. And clearly as well, the surrounding cast around him as well will, will really help that as well. You look at Neymar, Mbappe, Wijnaldum, Di Maria, you look at even Hakimi, you look at um, also the defence and the goalkeeper as well. So I think Messi will... Will absolutely shine in this league, and I think he will get at least 25, 30, 35 goals. And I think he'll just be the same Messi we all know and love, unless he's homesick. That's the only issue. That's the only thing that may distract him. Um, Ryan, who have you gone for as your player of the season? And are they the same as top scorer? Um, they're not. So, my top goal scorer, I've actually gone for Mbappe. Um, okay, I do take your point about Messi, but it depends where he plays in that PSG team. And again, where where Mbappe plays as well, you know, normally Neymar plays out wide, but you'd imagine Mbappe will play out wide as well. But I just think he will have a point to prove, especially after the disappointment he had in the summer, especially with the constant rumours of him going to Real Madrid as well. I just think he will really shine this season, and especially with Messi, you know. You know, helping with the assist as well. I think he'll be top goal scorer, and he just. Um, in terms of player of the season, I've actually gone for Hakimi, just because he was so vital to what Inter Milan done last season. Mm-hmm. I think he will just thrive so much in this PSG team, uh, offensively and defensively as well. I think he'll get a bag full of assists, and it'll be close. But I do think he will have a fantastic season. And Naeem, who is your player of the season and your top scorer? Well, player of the season, I've gone for Messi. Um, that, simply, simply because of the fact, obviously, you know, tore up in La Liga for, what, 20-odd years. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I just reckon that, yeah, he's, he's probably hit the ground running. You know, he's, he's in, the, obviously, the best team in France. Um, and, yeah, he'll probably pretty much be the main man, uh, uh, obviously, in that team pretty much now. So, I think, yeah, he's just... He's just going to continue on uh, from obviously last season's form, and 
yeah, I'm going to go with him for player this season. And my top scorer, I've gone for the same as Ryan. Um, I went for Mbappe. Obviously, last season he was a top scorer um, in league on last season. And obviously with him, probably this season, he probably might be playing down the middle um, or uh, for, for PSG this season. And I think, yeah, obviously with him and Messi and Neymar on both wings, yeah, they're going to they're gonna just provide all the assists for him. So I think, yeah, he'll probably retain the top goal scorer in league on again this season. Mm, yeah, I think potentially. I think I think there's no doubt in my mind that it will be a PSG player that gets top score. And I think you could take your pick out of Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi, despite my views on Neymar in the previous podcast. Um, <laughs> our final category of the league, and before we go on to the Premier League, is the first manager sacked. Now, I've gone for a similar theme in terms of um, my flop team, Bordeaux. I've gone for their manager, Vladimir Petkovic. Um, not more I can say really apart from what I said before. I think that um, I said before about a lot of these teams that you know have these money problems eventually go down as well. You see a lot of these teams that have money problems eventually you see sort of boardroom unrest and I think that can lead to sort of managers being sacked. Um, so that's why I've gone for it personally. Um, I will disclaimer for all these leagues except for the Premier League. They're not leagues I watch regularly. So um, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do a bit of research involving these teams. But um so yeah, so if my my predictions sound a bit off, <laughs> that is why. But um, but yeah, I think that's why that's why I've gone for Petkovic personally. Um, now I'll go to Naim. Who have you got as your first manager sacked? Uh, I might be butchering his name, so apologies for any um, League One fans. But I've gone for same same like sort of thing as you, um, uh, the manager for my flop team. So I've gone for Jocelyn Govanec. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but. Yeah, obviously he's obviously he's a new manager coming in. Um, obviously he came in from uh, Ginkamp, however you say their name. Probably butchered that as well. But um, yeah, he didn't really do too well there. And then obviously he hasn't had a job in what just over two years. So um, yeah, I think obviously the pressure is going to be on them. And yeah, I don't think yeah I don't think they will um, do too much this season, Lil. So yeah, for my first manager, Satya, I've gone for the Lil manager. And then finally, we're on to Ryan. Who have you got? Yeah, again, I followed uh, suit with uh, my flop team as well. I've gone for Rudy Garcia of Leon. Again, I just think they will have a a slow slow start to league on this season, and I've you know they're not a club that has a tremendous amount of patience anyway with their owner. So I can see him going first. And on to the Premier League, and uh, Chelsea have made the have completed the move of the ninety-seven point five million transfer of Romelu Lukaku, um, who jo- rejoins Chelsea from Inter Milan. Um, also, um, Chelsea won the Super Cup last night, beating Villarreal beating uh, Villarreal six-five on penalties after a one-one draw, where Hakim Ziyech got a goal before a very serious injury. Um, he's he's having during the game. Norwich have signed Greece winger Tzolis, who looks far from happy to be there, judging by his picture. Um, Southampton's Yannick Vestergaard is set for a Leicester City move and also um, the Sheffield United manager Ivan Yukankovic has uh, spoken about um, Sheffield United goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale not being for sale. Uh, Roma are also set to be sort of, uh, looking at Tammy Abraham um, and Brentford manager Thomas Frank has told, has told the media that they're going to attack the Premier League. Speaking of which, we will do our predictions now for the Premier League. And we're going to start with champions. Um, so I'm going to go first on this one. Um, I think personally, the champions will be Man City. I think whilst 
Um, I think whilst it will be a closer title race, I think uh, teams around them like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U will run them close. And I think I can't see myself it being um, sort of as one-sided or as over as it was so early as last year or even the year before. Um, but I do think that if they do get Harry Kane, um, of course, they do play Spurs on the weekend, which makes the whole Harry Kane saga very interesting, whether he will actually move or not, whether he'll play, first of all, in this game. Um but I just think even if they don't get Kane, I think that they will win the league. I think that the only issue they have is potentially their striking sort of options. I mean, Gabriel Jesus is a good it's a good player, but I don't think he's quite the sort of um level that they need in terms of that sort of chanting for titles, going for Champions Leagues and stuff like that. Um but I think they will probably put someone like Sterling up front if Jesus isn't doing the business. But I think whatever happens, I think City are far too strong. I mean they got the best uh, they got they got one of the best centre backs in the league. Not even playing and potentially leaving in the port, which shows how well Stones and Diaz are doing. They've got they just bought Jack Grealish for they bought Jack Grealish for 100 million. Uh, he is someone who will add depth to that sort of wide position, which they have depth in already. So I just can't see anything but City. Um, Naim, are you the same as me, or have you gone for someone different? Yeah, I've gone for exactly the same. Man City. Uh... You know, it's pretty much just pep, the pep factor, really. I think, yeah. like you said, obviously, uh, Chelsea, United and uh, Liverpool will probably, you know, try and challenge them. But I think Man City has got too much in the end. Um, you know, they won, was it, is it three or three, three out of the last four Premier Leagues? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think they, with the squad that they got, um, yeah, I can't really see anything other than them winning. But obviously they won't, they won't they won't breeze the league like they did like last season, you know, after they had a little bit of a rocky start. But um yeah, Man City, yeah, they'll they'll win the league again in my opinion. But I think yeah, Chelsea probably will finish second, but yeah. Um I mentioned before about Jack Grealish. I'll go on to your prediction in a minute, Ryan. Um there's been a lot of people calling him sort of Jack Grealish snake, people calling him sort of traitor, but for me, I personally completely get the move. Um I mean whilst it's annoying that he has gone, you know. Left his boyhood club and gone to gone to someone a juggernaut in Man City, and I think it's adding to their strength. I think from a player's point of view, you can completely get it in my opinion because whilst he's jumped all his career of you know playing for Aston Villa, being the Villa captain, being a Villa legend, at the same time he also dreamt of winning Premier League, dreamt of playing in the Champions League. And anyone who looks at his Instagram, he he's panny, always been putting on his story. Um, of when Champions League games are on, sort of saying Champions League nights and all that. So he's clearly a big fan of the top of the tournament, as are a lot of people sort of our age. It's a big sort of tournament to play in. And I think that, yes, whilst Villa were doing well, whilst Villa were sort of going places, I think they were never going to be a team um, that were going to compete for Champions Leagues. Um, and the best thing they would get really is maybe out of stretch Europa League. Maybe that would be the best they'd hope for. But even if, you know, even if they got Champions League, it may only be for one season, whereas... Now he's playing every he'd be playing Champions League every year. He's he's winning the titles probably most years he's there, uh, winning multiple multiple tournaments. Into the day, if he if he stayed at Villa, people would have gone, oh, he's a good player, he's loyal, but he never won any trophies. And I think the same thing with Kane. If I'm honest, it'll be the same thing with him if he doesn't move. So I think yeah, people put far too much um, input into loyalty. I think people need to realise that these are people's jobs and they do want to sort of you know finish their careers with some legacy and finish their careers with. Um, some sort of CV and some sort of silverware to look back on and say, I won this, I won that. So, yeah, I do you boys agree with me there? Do you think that um, he's right in moving to to Man City? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, 
Sorry, go on, Ryan. No, I literally was just going to say yes. Yeah, um, yeah, what I was going to say, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, what you said, Andy, like, it's a job at the end of the day to these players. So, you know, you, you, you can stay at one club and, you know, be a legend. But at the end of the day, they want to win trophies and, like, you know, be be known for, obviously, winning trophies and everything. So, obviously, that's where, obviously, fans... Because, obviously, with, with us as fans, obviously, with our clubs and that, um, obviously, we love them. We will never, obviously, be a glory hunter and move our club. So, obviously... That that's why obviously people get caught up in it, but yeah, I think it's the right time. You know, he's what? Do you think he's twenty five or twenty six? He's been at Watsy Villa his whole life, so I think yeah, this is the right time to move. And yeah, he's gonna win trophies anyway at Man City. So yeah, he's just he's just kind of gone stepped up to the next level, and now he's gonna be a Champions League player. You can see what he can do in that competition um, as well. So yeah, I think I think I think what you were saying is right anyway. I agree. Yeah, Fed, do you agree, Ryan? Yeah. 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 Um, now, is it a clean sweep with Champions, Ryan, or have you gone for a different approach? I've gone with a different approach. Oh, OK. <clears throat> I mentioned uh, before that I feel like it'll be a very close total race this season between the two Manchester clubs, Chelsea and Liverpool. I've actually gone for Liverpool to actually oh, come out on top. Mate, that uh, is the best thing on the Hill podcast, absolutely. <laughs> I just feel like with Liverpool, they hopefully will have Van Dijk fit all season. And uh, obviously they missed Henderson for large periods as well of last season too. Alexander-Arnold wasn't really as fully best. And I think he'll come back into the fold. And with the addition of uh, Konate as well in centre-back, again, that will strengthen their defensive line no end. And with Man City, although they have bought Grealish in for that amount of money, I feel like, if they got Kane, that would swing it for me, and I would then go to City. But at the time, you know, of this recording, they don't have Kane, and I think it is unlikely that they'll actually end the window with him. So, in my opinion, I think Liverpool will come out on top. And there's a certain player who have picked the two other categories playing for the same Ooh. club. Okay, yeah, I mean, um, I've never really loved you as much as I have just now. I mean, that's the best thing you'll say <laughs> ever. Um, yeah, I think I think I mean we've in terms of our first team, I think our actual first team, if everyone's fit, is actually one of the best in the league. It's just our depth is not great. So I think if we mm-hmm. can keep all our players fit, I feel like we could easily challenge um City and challenge Chelsea and Manu. But I think the question for me is if firstly if Van Dyke's the same player, because that ACL can really affect players' careers and can really a lot of players don't come back from those injuries, a lot of players don't come back the same players. So I think if Van Dijk comes back the player he was before his injury, I think that's excellent. I think we've it's good to see us spend that money on on a defender. I mean, I've not seen too much of Canate apart from the odd few Champions League games. He looks good, but I've not seen him on a regular basis. But buying pay buying for an area of need was really good to see. Um, lost a lot of Wijnaldum, I think could be big. I think that's a really mad loss. And I don't know how we've given Adrian a new contract for not Wijnaldum. I, I don't get it, especially when they're at a similar sort of age. Um, and I think yeah. It'd be good to finally see Fabinho, Thiago, and Wijnaldum, and Fabinho and Henderson, sorry, in the same midfield. I mean, those three have hardly played together in midfield. I mean, Henderson and Fabinho played a lot of last season in defence, and Thiago was either injured or just not playing. So to have Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson in that midfield, for me, will be really nice to see. Um, Robertson injury, a bit, a bit of a nightmare, but um, for what I've seen from Tamikas in pre-season, albeit pre-season, he looks like he could be a capable replacement for Robertson for the month or two he'll be out for. 
And I do think that Firmino will bounce back, I hope, this season. And I, everyone knows how much I love him. And I think he scored a couple of goals in the preseason friendly recently. So I think hopefully he, that's a good sign for the season coming up. Um, and yeah, I think that, you know, the way we ended last season, we ended the season in, in a, with eight wins in our last 10. We overcame massive odds to finish top four, which is credit to Klopp as well as the team unity. And I do think that, yeah, I do think we could challenge. But I just think for me personally, it's just the depth of the two teams I've got ahead in Chelsea and City that um, they tip me over the edge. And of course, anyone who follows my blogs on Davis Deliberations, you, most of you know what a lot of these predictions are going to be from me. And also, we did do a podcast yesterday for the hair dryer treatments. That'll be out soon, where we also did the exact same categories. Um, now, relegated. Now, for me, I was torn between, I think, three two teams were an easy choice for me. I got Norwich and Watford were two teams I found really easy to put. Um, I think that whilst you know, Norwich have signed... Billy Gilmore and Watford have players like Islam and Saar. I think that overall, I do think that neither team has done enough. And of course, Norwich, even with Buendia, I think would have struggled. But I think now they've lost their best player in Buendia to Aston Villa. I do think that's a massive blow. And if they lose Todd Cantwell, it will be the same issue for them. So I don't think they've either team's got enough or done enough to really make me think that they're going to survive. And my final team, I was torn between two teams starting with B. Um, I was torn between Burnley and Brighton. I think both these teams struggled massively last season and they were sort at times flirting with relegation. I don't think either team has done enough um, in, the, in the window to really change my mind. Um, but purely for the Sean Dyche factor, I've gone for Brighton at 18th. I think Brighton, they've had, they've had their time and I do fear that their time might be over. And I'm saying it's someone who's going to Brighton next month for university and I do hate to say this, but I think for me, Brighton... Will be the third team to go down because they've lost Ben White. They've not really replaced him with anyone that I I can think of, and um, I just yeah. So I think Brighton will. Um, I think Southampton could be a danger danger because they've now lost Ings and um, and they have bought Adam Armstrong, who I don't think is the best replacement. Um, and I don't think and now they're losing Vestergaard as well. I think Southampton could be dragged into this as well. But yeah, I've gone for Brighton as my my other team. Now, we're going to go to Ryan. Who is your three teams to go down? So, going for Watford is one of them. Mm-hmm. But again, they're just a similar club to Norwich in the fact that they just, you know, a yo-yo club going up and down. And I don't think that they have enough about them to survive this season. Um, my other two clubs, I think one of them has come up this season in Brentford. And the other is team you just mentioned there, Southampton. I think Southampton will struggle massively, like you just said, with you know, probably their two best players from last season and Danny Ings and uh, Vestergaard as well. That's, you know, half the spine of their team just gone like that. And I don't see too much about them. So unless they can strengthen in the last sort of two to three weeks of the window, definitely I can see them going down. I think Brentford as well will as well. I think Brentford are a team many people are sort of predicting could be a surprise team and a team that similar to Leeds last season might, you know, do well. But I think it'll be the opposite. I you look at their squad, they have some talent in there. Obviously even Tony sticks out in you know, but I just can see them really struggling, you know, it's not many teams come up and go for that approach of know attacking football and trying to play positive you know it'll either go very good or very bad but I can see it going bad and then going straight back down 
Okay, okay. I mean, for me, Southampton, the reason why I've not put him down is because, first, I think Ward Prowse is excellent. I think he's mm-hmm. uh, the, the closest thing we've had to Beckham since Beckham left the Premier League. I think he's his set pieces are excellent, and I think that that'll be a massive plus to them. And also, I think Hassan Hutal. I think Hassan Hutal is an excellent manager, and I think mm-hmm. he is someone that, um, you know, they, they also had heavy losses to Man U, to Leicester in those two seasons, and both times he's galvanised the squad, and both times they've gone on great runs since. So I think but the fact they've got a good manager in Hassan Hutal, as well as such a great player at set pieces as um, as Ward Prowse, I do think that's, for me, a reason why I've not got them going down. Um, now, Naeem, now, who are your three teams to go down? So I've gone for Norwich, because they're pretty much the ultimate yo-yo club. You know, like, they're too good for the championship, but it's not good enough for the Premier League. So, and obviously, we're losing Brendia as well. And he's pretty much there. You know, he had a good season last season, so... I don't really think they really strengthened too too well this summer, so I think yeah that they'll they'll be nailed on to go back um, go back down again this season. I've gone for Southampton as my second team as well. Um, obviously, you guys have mentioned obviously that they've lost Vestergaard and Danny Ings, and last season obviously with Westergaard uh, Vestergaard sorry, uh, they conceded the second most goals in the Premier League. So. Obviously, with losing him, and he's a pretty decent centre back. I think they may struggle, and obviously, without Danny Ings's goals, um, I, 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 Adam Armstrong's all right, but uh, he's he's not really the, uh, the greatest of replacements for for Danny Ings. And yeah, I think they just they'll probably just struggle this season. And the last team I've gone for to get relegated, I've, I've gone for Crystal Palace. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so obviously, I know they've got Vieira in, and um, I know they're obviously trying to, you know. They're, trying to build 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 a good project there but he didn't really do too well in France and the Premier League it's a different kettle of fish to league on um so yeah I think I think yeah I think they may 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 struggle with him and yeah he might get sacked but I don't know I don't know whether he's there long term sort of thing but yeah I think that they might might go down I was kind of torn between them and Burnley but I don't know with Burnley they just always seem to find a way to stay in the league uh, and obviously get those results so yeah Norwich Southampton and Palace are the teams I've gone to go down this season before I forget I actually forgot to mention Alex has given us his, his La Liga prediction no, La Liga Liga predictions even I forgot to mention these he had PSG to win it he had PSG Monaco and Marseille's top three um, his relegation teams were uh, Bordeaux Clermont and Angers his top teams were Rennes his surprise team is Marseille and his first set manager was Gerald Batical. Now, surprise team. Now, Ryan has actually alluded to this. Um, I think Brentford are going to be a surprise team. I think Brentford, um, I mentioned that um, Thomas Frank wants to attack the Premier League. And there's, um, I was doing some research for my article on Brentford season preview. And I was looking up sort of Thomas Frank's system. And for me, it shares a lot of similarities with that of Jürgen Klopp's system. He says he's told the media that his team play with high intensity and high tempo. He's even quoted heavy metal football. <laughs> um, there seems to be some sort of kind of football that he sort of features a high line, sort of plenty of possession, high pressing. It just strikes me a little bit like Klopp. And I do think that you always see one team most years who come up that surprise. And I think this could be Brentford. I think that for the fact that a lot of teams come in with not a lot of sort of not, not, too, many teams, not too many teams have played in before. So no one really knows what to expect when it comes to Brentford. There's not been much tape sort of done on them. So I think that Brentford are going to... I don't think I've been in the league for more than one, two or three years, but I do think that at least this season, I think they're going to surprise teams. I think they're going to 
they're going to they're going to go at teams. I mean, they could do a Blackpool and just get relegated. But I think you saw Leeds last year. They when they went at teams, you saw them beat. They lost to us four three on the opening day. That was they should have won that game really, and they beat got a result against Man City um, later on in the season. So I do think that, and they finished ninth in the end. So I think. In that sense, I feel that Brentford could surprise teams because no one really knows too much about them, and I do think that they're gonna um, just really, just really go at teams, really, just not really care. Ivan Tony, we mentioned before, um, I saw a great tweet that said he's either really deluded or he's uh, got great mentality. Where someone, someone told him in an interview that a lot of people have him in his fancy team, and he told them make me captain. So he's clearly got a lot of belief in himself, um, and I do think that um, he's gonna really do well this season. Ivan Tony will score at least 15 goals, I believe, personally. Um, now, we're going to go to Naeem. Who is your surprise team? I've gone for Aston Villa. Um, as obviously, although they've lost their best player, obviously Jack Grealish, um, I feel that the signings that they've made so far this summer um, have been pretty, pretty good. So, obviously, um, the other... Couple of days ago, they've obviously got um, Twan Zabi on loan from Manchester United. Um, so yeah, I reckon he'll probably uh, feature a little bit in the squad to also get experience. They've obviously also got Leon Bailey from uh, Bayern Leverkusen. Um, obviously, he's he's a good winger. Um, he's done, done well out in Germany. They've obviously got Danny Yings has come in, obviously with Ollie Watkins as well. So that's kind of boosted their attack as well. So they haven't they're not going to be heavily reliant on. Ollie Watkins and obviously for the creative midfielder sort of role they've got Buendia um, obviously they they pipped my team uh, to signing him which kind of I was kind of annoyed about but is what it is but yeah and obviously they got Ashley Young on a free obviously he's gone back to his um his former club um, after obviously more than a decade I believe it was but um, yeah I think they may surprise people because obviously out of the out of the top obviously seven teams in the league um, well sorry, barring the top seven teams in the league, um, they haven't got, obviously, European football. So, obviously, they're only going to be playing one game a week and they've got good they've got good um, options all, all across the pitch. So, obviously, last season, they did kind of fought off a bit, obviously, because Grealish was out for quite pretty much um, near enough half the season um, last season. So, I think they won't be heavily reliant on him to, obviously, be the main creator. So, I think they may surprise a few people this season and... Yeah, they might push into the Conference League place or the Europa League place. You never know. So, um, yeah, I've gone for Aston Villa as my um, surprise team this season. See, with Villa, I think that, yeah, they've signed well with Danny Ings and Wendia and um, and Leon Bailey and, and the like. But I'd say mm. that you can't... It doesn't make him a place how the, the sort of Jack, player like Jack Rouge, I think he was so crucial to that team. And I think you saw his their form drop off without Grealish last mm. season when he got injured. And I do think... That they just haven't got for me a player who's like Jack Greenish coming in, um, so I just think that they're going to struggle to really replace him, and it might might take these players a long time to settle in. So I just don't. I think Villa will still finish eleventh, but I just don't think Villa are going to do as well as some people are making out with their signings. Um, but I think surprise teams. I mean, if you think people like Leeds and Arsenal deserve a huge mention as well. Um, Ryan, who's your surprise team? Mine is actually the team that Noeem tipped to go down, Crystal Palace. Oh, <laughs> um, this could backfire massively, but yeah. I, I actually like Patrick uh, Vieira as a manager. I think he done a uh, an all right job with Nice, decent job at New York City as well, and I feel like he's 
one of those who will, you know, gradually just get better. But I like what they've done in the transfer window as well. They got, you know, Joachim Anderson, one of the, you know, best players from the Premier League last season, defensively wise. I thought he was excellent for Fulham. As well as uh, Mark uh, Gouy from Chelsea. I think they paid a big fee for him as well, another centre back. So defensively, I think they'll be a lot better. As well as bringing Conor Gallagher on loan from Chelsea. Uh, add a little bit of creativity to their midfield. And, you know, they're still linked to a lot of players. I think they're going to be in a similar position to Arsenal in terms of doing a lot of their business towards the end of the window. You know, they've been linked to uh, a player that Liverpool had last season, um, Ozan Kabak, mm-hmm. as well as um, Odson Edouard from Celtic would be a great signing. You know, Reese Nelson, Will Hughes, you know, these would be big players if they can make them happen as well. So I do think they'll, they'll do well next season under Vieira. I'm not convinced. But now I've got a flop team. Like this one you boys are going to enjoy. I've gone for Tottenham. It's my my flop team. <laughs> I just think with the whole Kane saga, I mean, first of all, he might leave. I mean, and there's talk of them getting Martinez, but um, there's no guarantees he'll be a success, whereas Kane is a guaranteed, guaranteed goal. And I'll say it next. He's also my top goal scorer, Harry Kane. I think whether he stays as third, whether he goes to Man City, I think if he goes to Man, if he goes to Man City, I think he's a, he's an absolute lock for for um, top goal scorer. But I do think that even if he stays at Spurs, he would also get it. I think he is just every year he gets at least 15, 20 goals, even with the injuries he gets in, in his past. But I just think you know with my issue as well is with Nuno. I think with Nuno, I think he did a great job at Wolves. Don't get me wrong, but I think for them getting to Europa League was an achievement. Whereas for Spurs, it's an, it's a normality expectation. I think that. It's different going from a team that, you know, expects to just challenge mid-table and maybe get European football at a stretch with Spurs. They're expecting you to challenge for Champions League, challenge for Europe every year. So I'm interested I'm interested to see how he does with those expectations. Um, and overall, I think their team, I just, I think it's for that reason. I think the Kane factor and the Nuno factor are two main reasons why I think Spurs will struggle. I think they'll still finish seventh, but I do think that Spurs have the potential to fall further. As much as I like the team, I think that they have a massive potential to really struggle this season. Um, now we'll go to Ryan. Who is your flop team? I actually gone with the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, not not pointing to my bias as an Arsenal supporter, but you mentioned the points there about Nuno and Harry Kane. You know, obviously Harry with Harry Kane, you know, not my favourite player in the world, but it's whether if if that move doesn't come off, you know, people will be questioning where his mindset is at. And I don't feel like he'll be the same player as he was last season, um, especially with that all in his mind as well. And again, I don't, you know, there's talk of them selling Endon uh, as well, which I find as a big surprise because he is the record signing for one, but he's, he's a top talent. So I don't understand why they would want to get rid of him, but you know that's up to them. But I just don't, I don't see a lot of you know they've got Son and Kane, but apart from their, them two, you know where did their other goals come from? There's not really, you know, that many other creative players on the pitch. You know I don't see Deli Ali making any kind of impact. No, no. So and uh, you know they 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 have made defensively fantastic signing in Christian Romero. As pain, painful as that is to say, you know he's a brilliant. Defender, but um, 
know, they're not going to get Lotaro Martinez. Unfortunately, we're not going to get him either because Inter Milan, I don't think, will now sell him. But yeah, I and unless they, you know, surprise us all with some good signings in the next week or so, I don't see them progressing at all in anything they should, will probably slide down the table. Yeah, and I think I, I think as well with Brian Gill, if I can get Brian Gill's stats in La Liga, he's played 54 games in total in La Liga and only got six goals and four assists. Now, this doesn't scream, this doesn't scream to me like a 20-odd million pound signing in my opinion, but again, I've I think, not seen him, I'm not yeah, seen him enough. I've not seen he, him enough to really have a true opinion, but I just don't, the goals and assists there doesn't really strike to me as Oh, that's someone we have to buy. He's got six goals in 50-odd games. I don't think, yeah. He, he's definitely not a player who will go straight into that first team by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. Uh, he was playing at a very uh, with one of the bottom clubs. I think it might have been Huesca um, in La Liga last season. But right, yeah. um, I can understand why he doesn't have the greatest stats. But I think he is a, a good, you know, he has good potential. Just not someone who will make an impact this season. No. Um, and who's your top scorer whilst we're there? Uh, Mo Salah. Oh, mate, it's getting better and better. It's getting, getting better and better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm liking this episode a lot. I think it was difficult to actually pick someone because when you look at the strikers in the Premier League at the moment, I don't necessarily, apart from Kane, nobody else really screams out as like, I mean, some people will point to Lukaku, who, uh, if anything, would be my flop of the season. Um, <laughs> and unless someone like Aubameyang or Vardy comes, you know, really into their zone this season, you know, I don't see anybody else really doing it. And considering I've picked them to be champions, I think Salah will will have another great season and, uh, you know, bag minimum 15 to 20 goals, maybe more. Yeah, and we saw in, even Liverpool's bad run we had last season when, Salah, when Mane and Firmino weren't at their best. Salah was still there performing. He was still there getting the goals. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that shows kind of player he is. Um, Naeem, who are your flock team and who's your top goal scorer? All right, so for my flock team, unfortunately, I've gone for my own team, Arsenal. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> North Ooh. London theme when it comes to flock teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's purely because of the fact, obviously, we have, I know we haven't got Europe um, this season. I'm only pretty much going to be playing one game a week, but... The, the transfer activity has not been the greatest. I know obviously there's still a couple of weeks left to obviously get players in and um, uh, obviously to, to, to sell players as well. But yeah, I just. Uh, ben White, yeah, he's a good sign and Lukonga's a good sign. And obviously uh, Tavares is obviously a good backup player to obviously Tierney. But the team is, barring obviously Ben White, the team is pretty much the same um, so far this season. That's going to be probably um, start tomorrow. Obviously. The Congo will start as well because obviously Partey is injured, but I just don't think we've done enough in the transfer market. Um, you know my thoughts on Mikel Arteta, so I won't really get too too much into that. Um, and yeah, it's just the preseason. We've had a bad preseason. I know we obviously ended the season well, but we had no pressure on us because obviously it was not out of the Europa League. But I think with there not being any pressure on us, I, I just I just can't really see us doing too well. To be fair. Um, and yeah, that's why I've gone for us as uh, the flop team. And for for the top goal scorer, um, I've gone for Lukaku. Um, probably because of the fact, uh, obviously he done all right um, United, but I think he's you know he's got unfinished business at Chelsea because obviously he didn't really get a chance um, when when he was when he was obviously there. You know, obviously played a few games here and there and whatnot, but obviously got loaned out and, and everything. But yeah, he's um. 
he's done he's done well at his time obviously at Inter Milan. Um, you know, he's become a better player, and yeah, I think. Obviously, the way Chelsea play, the amount of chances that they create, and obviously they had Werner obviously pretty much missing all those chances last season. I think, yeah, he, he he's pretty he's, he's he's a good all-round player. So I think, yeah, he he's he's gonna easily get um, 50, 15 goals in that Chelsea team this season. So yeah, I think he'll I think he'll be the top goal scorer this season. Yeah, and you mentioned Arsenal flop team. I think they're gonna do better. I think they're gonna do better than Spurs. I think they'll finish sixth, in my opinion. But I do think that. The fact they got no European football will really help them. And I think someone, I don't know what you, I'll let you boys say what you think about him, but I think someone like Pepe really excelled, I think, last season at times. I think that, I think he could have a really good breakthrough year. I think Nicholas Pepe, I think he, mm-hmm. if he can just keep his mind right and he can get his consistency down to a T, I think he, he'll he be an excellent player. And I think next season may be the one where he, he shows on for the whole season that he is worth the money they paid. Do you boys agree or do you think that he is still work in progress? Yeah, I how he ended the season, like you say, he's really starting to now come into his zone with the club. And I think now he will be nailed on starter for most games. You know, it's not just how he plays as well. He's he's very good at set pieces, free kicks and corners as well, which will be vital. You know, we, we have a new set piece coach as well, who I believe we got from Manchester City. So hopefully he'll make a difference. But yeah, I... I I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic just because it can't really go a lot worse from last season. Let's be honest, you know, <laughs> I don't, I, I can't see us falling any lower than eighth. And it's it's now all about what we do in the, in the next couple of weeks in the window. If we can get a number 10 in, a good number 10, as well as a good backup goalkeeper, then I'll be happy. You know, there was never any way we was going to get rid of, you know, five, six, you know, regular first team starters and replace them all in the in the same window in my opinion it would be way too optimistic to even think about it, especially this window as well on the off the back of you know a lot of clubs being financially in trouble throughout Europe you know struggled to sell Lacazette and Shaka and Bellerin the reason all these clubs want them on loan because who 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 out there is going to be willing to chuck 20 30 million at any of those three players with not only their injury records as well but the fact that they've you know, just come off the back of our, you know, the club's worst season for a very long time. So I can fully understand it, but I'm, I am optimistic. I think Albamian will will bounce back. I think Ben White will be defensively brilliant. I don't think I have problems defensively. I think it was the third best team defensively last season. Yeah, we were. Um, it's attacking wise now. It's like I say, That's true. yeah. If, if if we can get that number ten in, then. Uh, I'll be happy. You know, I don't think we're top four material just yet, but definitely sixth, fourth, fifth, maybe. Um, yeah. And what, what third best team defensively? Did you just say? Yeah. Well, yeah, we conceded the third, well, third least goals. Yeah, after yeah. City and uh, oh, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Well, that's a fact I've learned today. Um, <laughs> do you think Pepe will will have a good season, Naim? Yeah, I think you know. I think if Arteta. Uh, starts him pretty much every week because um, there has been times where he's, you know, he's played well and then he's been benched. So um, I think he was he was our second top goal scorer last season in the league. I think he got like ten mm-hmm. ten goals in the league. So um, yeah, obviously with, with Pepe, you know, he's he's got the qualities, but obviously he's, he, sometimes he's, he's not really consistent enough, and that that's obviously his issue. But you know, he's had he's had pretty much full preseason, um, and yeah, I think you know, I think he he can trip into quite a lot of goals this season. Um, Obviously, Bamiyang, he's way off form um, so far. And 
I don't know what's happened with him, but yeah, if if we can get if as like Ryan said, if we can get an attacking midfielder, and then yeah, I think that will obviously help help as well because we can't we can't rely on Smith Rowe season because yeah, although he did have a good half a season, I think giving the num- number ten shirt was kind of a bit too early, so we can't rely on him too much because obviously he's, he's still a young player, obviously um, breaking through in the team, so. Yeah, I think Pepe will have a good season um, this season because yeah, he's, he he will get you goals anyway, and he's creative as well. He will get assists, so yeah, I think he'll have a good season. Yeah, and you mentioned Lukaku. I think now Chelsea have got an actual goal scorer there. I think that we saw the amount of chances Werner missed, you know, in Champions League final, for example, or in other games. And I think oh, yeah. that shows the kind of supply he's got, and that leads me into my next one. My player of the season is Kai Havertz. I think Havertz, he's my captain on fantasy football. I put him in as captain. I think Havertz is going to have an amazing season. I think he had a really good end to the season. He had a really, he had a good year. He scored a few goals there. And I think Havertz, I think he scored in preseason as well recently. And I think Havertz is destined for a great season. I think Havertz, he showed towards the end of last season that he is going to, he's worth the money. And I think that he is, now he's got you know, a full preseason under his belt. He's got, he's now got experience. He's got, obviously got the winner in the Champions League final. He's already a hero in Chelsea fans' eyes. And yeah, I think Havertz is gonna is gonna have an amazing season. I think he will be the best player and win the award. Um, Naim, who is your PFA Player of the Year? Right, so I've gone for a player that's obviously recently moved to another club. Um, I've gone for Jack Grealish. Um, yeah. Um, well, obviously, man. Obviously, De Bruyne is obviously the best player at Man City, but with him, he does tend to get injured, and sometimes he's out for quite a while. So, I think obviously with Grealish coming in there, and obviously with the price tag and everything, I think, it, I, I, I just think, yeah, he he's just gonna go to another level now. Really, obviously, he's not gonna be the main man at Man City, but I think the what he's gonna contribute this season to their team is it's gonna obviously put him up there with um, winning the PFA Player of the Year. And Ryan, who's yours? So I've gone for the same as my top goal scorer. I've gone with Salah. Just... Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> just... That is lovely. <laughs> yeah, it normally does go to the top goal scorer or someone who's had a standout season. And again, I think he will just make the difference for Liverpool this season. And I think he'll be recognised for that. Yeah, I hope, I hope you're right, mate. I hope you're right. Um, now, we're on to our final category before we go on to the final two leagues, and it's first manager sacked. Now, um, they're Ryan's surprise team, and where one of Naeem's teams go down, I've gone for Palace manager Patrick Vieira. I think that, basing it purely on, he's not not, not got a great CV since a managerial, in my opinion. Also, Palace's first five games are Chelsea away, um, Brentford, West Ham and Tottenham, and then away at Anfield. And I think Ooh. that is a tough first five games, and what the Palace board showed with De Boer, if they start badly, they've got no problem just getting rid of the game, getting rid of the manager. And I think that, I don't think they will sack him so early, but I think potentially, I mean, they've, they've done it before, they've got form. So, um, yeah, that's a tough, tough game. And like Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool in their first five games, and then Brentford and West Ham, um, that's, potentially, that's potentially no points. That's potentially three points at a stretch. And I just think that if he struggles the first few games, I, I think he could, he could be gone. Um, Ryan, who is your first manager to be sacked? So I've gone for um, Zisco, the Watford manager. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Just because of their history in sacking managers, especially if he has a poor start. You know, I, I can definitely see that one happening first. 
And then Naeem, who is your um, first manager to get sacked? We're going for Mikel Arteta. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the pressure is going to be on him this season. Obviously, last season he got away with it without no fans being in there. And obviously, we had that bad spell. I don't know if he won a game about was it four or five games we lost on, in a row. I, I, just, I just don't rate him as a manager, man. Um, and yeah, I think, I think obviously... We can't play the same way we did last season because obviously the fans are just going to be getting on his back. And yeah, I, I think I think his time will be up this season. Um, if he proves me wrong, then I will hold my hands up. But I haven't seen anything that will say otherwise. So I'll tell you, yeah, you're getting sacked first, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're now on to the league that of the country that's won Eurovision, that's won the hundred meter race in the Olympics, and won the Euros. We're off to Italy. Now, Ryan, we'll let you do a quick roundup of what's happening in Syria before we then go on to our, our predictions. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, obviously, Syria doesn't kick off this weekend, love the majority of the other leagues. Um, we go next weekend, so there's not too much has happened, really. It's mainly just transfers again with Lukaku leaving, and now Martinez probably staying. Uh, Christian Romero, obviously, has gone to Spurs, as I mentioned, great signing. Tammy Abraham, again, probably going to go to Roma, but I don't know. Um, one interesting one that I did see that could potentially happen is uh, Moise Ken going to Inter Milan. I think that would be brilliant signing for Inter Milan um, if they can pull it off. Depends what Everton's valuation of him is because Inter don't have too much you know, money to play with. But yeah, if uh, that would be a great signing. But in terms of the other transfers, there's not too much has happened and there's not been you know that much major news really fair um so who are um i'll go to we'll go for you with you ryan first mm-hmm. being the syria man um who are your champions juventus i think yes i think that's the most apart from probably psg probably the most obvious one out of the four leagues just because they've got max allegri back who is a serial winner and they haven't had to do much transfer business so, you know, simply because they didn't need to, they've uh, you know they've got some of the most informed players in uh, Federico Chiesa, especially if they get Locatelli as well, which would be a great signing for them. But I just think they're they're so strong, and you know they're not going to have a poor season like they did last season, in my opinion. And I think the other teams around them haven't strengthened enough to really challenge them. In at Milan, have only got worse. So. Yeah, they are. I think they will win it comfortably. Um, yeah, I've gone for the same. I think that um, yeah, Inter Milan aren't with the same team this year, um, and I think that Juve. Um, yeah, I think Juve. I think I can't say anything more. But Juve, um, is it a clean sweep name? It is indeed. Yeah, I think Juventus are going to go back to winning the league again. Because uh, you've got Legri back here, back has back managing, so obviously he's got the experience of winning titles and. Yeah, I, I just can't see any other team pipping them to the, the top spot this season. Uh, like, obviously, you guys were saying, obviously, they did have a poor season last season, but, you know, they had Pirlo in charge, and obviously, he's inexperienced. So, now they've got the experience in, they haven't really lost too many players. Um, so, yeah, I think they're going to be um, be up for winning the league again next season. And now on to relegated teams. Ryan, who are your three teams to go down? So, I've gone with the boring choices of the three teams that came up in... <laughs> Uh, Venetia, Spezia and Salern Iatana. Uh, just simply because I 
feel like the gap between Serie A and Serie B is quite big. And teams that come up don't usually do too well unless they invest heavily, which none of these three clubs have really done. I think out of the three, Venetia will probably do the best and might stay up. But I think it'll, I think they'll just go down. Uh, Spezia can't sign any players. And they've gone very bold in signing Thiago Motta as their manager, who has some very strange tactics as well. Which, you know, it could potentially you know be fantastic for them, but uh, I feel like they could you know go back down, and it's the same as really um, Sella and Iatana. So, yeah, my three. And then Naim, who are your three? Yeah, so I've gone for Venezia, Torino, Torino, sorry, and Spezia. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll, I think they'll, all, all three of those teams will go down this season. Right, I've gone for a little bit differently. Um, I've gone for, first of all, I've gone for uh, Spezia. Um, I think that um, I will say it now while I'm here. I've got Thiago Motta as the first manager to be sacked. Um, due to pre- yeah, I was reading up that he got he only lasted ten games at um, Genoa before being sacked. So I think he. Oh. He's um, not had the best luck there. Um, and I just think that you mentioned his crazy beliefs. And I think Spezia are a team coming up from Serie B as well. And I think that this all just leads to, you know, him not having a great start and him just firing the gun. Um, other teams, I've gone for um, Poland and Salamatiana. I forgive my pronunciation on that one. I've got Venezia to survive. Um, so they are my mm. three teams scoot down. Um, now it's a surprise team. Uh, Ryan, who are your surprise team? Mario Fiorentina, just because unless they go down, they can't do any worse than what they've done last season. But yeah. I'm very optimistic in uh, what they could potentially do. They've done good business so far in bringing Nicolas Gonzalez from Stuttgart in, and they've managed as well so far to keep hold of Dusan Vlahovic as well, which you know, one of the top goal scorers from last season, you know, very, very talented striker. And again, I feel like, you know, they've got, they've got a new manager as well. So I don't see them doing any worse. And I think a top 10 finish is definitely viable for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I have gone for my surprise team as Lazio. Huh? I think that, you know, they've got their, cap- their captain's Mimobile. I mean, he... Had a fairly good tournament in the Euros. I mean, they got Lucas Leivers having a good result sort of renaissance there. Um, and I just think that from what, they've got Melenkovic Savage as well. And um, I can't think where they finished last year now, but they remember they had a good year last year. Um, and they, um, and yeah, I just think that, you know, um, Sarri's proven in, um, in Syria. And I think he'll be an excellent um, addition in that sense. And I think that he is someone that will do well for them. Um, if you, if you ignore his spell at Chelsea, uh, but yeah, I, I be, think that too. Sorry, I beli- no, I, I believe they came sick last season. Yeah, I've just seen it now. Yeah, that's not quite. I was thinking they won a cup. I think that's the year before, isn't it? They won the, yeah. the Italian Cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just think they've got they've got the players there, and I think again, I'm not a, that uh, Syria expert, so um, I'm doing it based on just a small bit of research I've done. But I think that yeah, I think they could be primed for a good season. Um, and finally, Naeem, who's your surprise team? I've gone for, although they've obviously finished well last season, I've gone for Atlanta. Sorry, Atalanta, sorry, picking up the American team. Um, yeah, I've gone for them. Uh, although they obviously they've lost Christian Romero to Tottenham, um, they're always a team that 
They just love to score goals. And I think, yeah, obviously, with obviously Inter losing, Arkun, obviously, obviously, Conte's gone. I think, yeah, they may, they may, they may surprise people and they may potentially finish second, or, you know, you never know, they could challenge Juve for the league. So, and obviously, Gaspar, um, their manager, yeah, he's, a, he's a really good manager. I like what he's uh, doing with Atalanta. So, I think Atlanta might surprise a few people this season. Yeah, I mean, that, that originally had them as my surprise. I mean, I looked at the players they'd sold and I just thought maybe they weren't going to be quite as good. And that also ruled out them winning the Europa League for me. Um, flop team, now I've gone... Oh, sorry, Ryan, who is your flop team? So, my flop team are into Milan. Again, um, I still think they'll finish in the top four. But given the fact that they won the league so easily last season... Again, they've lost Conte, who was the mastermind behind that team and is one of the best managers in the world for me. Again, they've lost Lukaku as well, who's you know scored so many goals for them last season. Plus Hakimi as well, who was incredibly vital to that team and to the way that they played. And when you look at them now, they still have a lot of talent there, but they're not replacing the players that they've lost with the same kind of calibre. So... Um, yeah, I don't think they'll be in with a chance of the title, but definitely the top four. And Naeem, who are your flop team? Yeah, one well, exactly the same as Ryan. Um, yeah, obviously they've lost their, their top goal scorer, they've lost Conte, and although they probably do all right this season, um, yeah, I can't see it. I think they might might flop this season, and yeah, they won't do too well, so I've gone for Inter Milan. And I've gone for the exact same. All, <laughs> all, all the points you made, all their money issues... All the, all the key figures are now gone, so I think Inter Milan won't do anything near as good. Um, player, that's why, um, yeah, player of the season. Who is your player of the season? So I've gone with uh, Teo Hernandez of AC Milan. I think Milan will have a fantastic season. Top four finish, probably finish second to Juve. And Teo Hernandez is, you know, I've said before in previous podcasts how highly ragged he is and offensively especially and defensively you know I I, I, I compare him a lot to uh, Roberto Carlos just a lot better d- defensively because he creates so much and he scores a lot of goals as well for Milan as well so I think he'll have another standout season and be in with a chance of uh, picking up that award and my player season someone that impressed me highly in the Euros and I think he should have won player of the year in that tournament. I've gone for Federico Chiesa. I think that I'm only basing on what I've seen in the Euros. He impressed me a lot. And I think he's just going to impress once again for Juventus. Um, and then finally, Naeem, who is your player of the season? I've gone for Lorenzo Insigne of Napoli. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he done, he done pretty decent at the Euros. And obviously he's part of that Italian winning um, Euro squad. He obviously he was a top goal scorer last season, and yeah, I think, I know, I think, I think Napoli might do to, might do well this season. So yeah, I reckon he, he he's my player this season. Probably be wrong, but you know, well, I think I'll be wrong in a lot of these. I think. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, top scorer, Ryan. Who's the top scorer? Cristiano. Um, yeah. Just simply because he he done it last season in, in a very poor Juventus team, and especially now with Lukaku gone, I don't believe there's an outstanding player who again will challenge him to that. Maybe 
um, Immobile of Lazio. Um, I don't think I think Milan's team will you know the goals will come from all different areas. I don't think Ibrahimovic or Giroud are the kind of player will now that will now get you thirty odd goals. So yeah, I think for me Ronaldo again will have another great season and end up on top. Yeah, I mean I've gone for Ronaldo as well. I think that yeah he's just still one of the second best player in the world, and I think he's just going to get the goals. Um, Naeem, is it another clean sweep? It is indeed. Yep. Yeah. Um, echo all your thoughts, and yeah, I think he's he's pretty much also a goal machine, isn't he? So yeah. And yeah. Now, now obviously they got Allegri back in there. Um, yeah, I think I think he'll be he'll be the top goal scorer. And now we're on to our final category. Before we go on to our final league in Spain. Um, first manager to be sacked. Now, I've already mentioned my being Thiago Motta. Uh, Ryan, who is yours? I've gone for the manager of Salern Iatania. Um, yeah, again, I just think they will struggle with not, you know, bringing in too many top talents. And especially, you know, with Italian clubs, they tend to be very ruthless in higher and firing managers so I think for me Fabrizio Castori will go first and uh, Naeem obviously yeah I've, I've pretty much the same theme as my other categories obviously with my flock team I've gone for Simone Inzaghi um, obviously although obviously, although he's done a, he's done a decent job at Lazio um, yeah with obviously with Inter Milan losing two of their, their better players best players last season I think yeah Obviously, with fans being there as well, I think I, I just can't can't see him doing too well. To be fair, um, and yeah, he might get sacked in his first season. Okay, okay. Now we are on to our final league, which is La Liga. Now, Naim will do a quick roundup of what's gone on in Spain before we then do our categories for Spanish league. Um, so, Naim, what's happened in Spain recently? Um, not much on the transfer front has really happened in Spain, which I've been quite disappointed about. There's not really too much I can really report on. Um, the most notable transfer really is um, obviously Rodrigo de Paul coming in from Udinese to Atletico Madrid. Uh, Alaba has obviously gone to Real Madrid on a free. Um, Sevilla they've got Lamella on a free from Tottenham. Obviously with Brian Gil going the other way. Um, other than that, really, I can't. There's not really too much more I can can report on there's there's not there has been activity but it's just really been low level transfers you know a couple million here and there but you know teams of teams teams have done their business um obviously on the cheap front so far this season so so yeah i can't not not much has really happened i'm afraid hopefully more will happen in the coming weeks but yeah not much has happened so far fair so naim who are your champions of spain this year Right, so I've gone with Atletico Madrid to retain the title. Um, out of obviously all the out of the top four teams um, last season, although they've only obviously bought in they've only bought in two players, they haven't really lost anyone. Um, obviously, too high profile from the team. So obviously, with the other teams, obviously Barcelona, you know, they've lost Messi. So obviously, they've they've got to rely on not having his contribution of goals and assists in that team. Real Madrid. They've pretty much got the same squad as, like I said, obviously, uh, um, Alaba's obviously come in, but they've lost Ramos and Varane, the two uh, main centre-backs from last season. So, and, and obviously they've got Carlo Ancelotti in. And he's a good manager, but I can't see them do, doing too much this season. So, yeah, Atletico Madrid, I think 
yeah, I think obviously they got Simeone there. He's a, he's a he's a probably top top ten manager in the world, and yeah, I think I think they'll do well again this season uh, with the squad that they've got. Yeah, I mean, I've gone for the exact same. I've also gone for Atletico Madrid. I don't think any of the teams around them have done anything. Like Barca Madrid did nothing to really mm. strike me as a team that's going to challenge. I mean, Barca have lost the best player in the world, best player of all time. Um, how they're going to cover from that, I don't know. Um, and I think Madrid haven't really added. And as you said, they've lost their two centre-backs. So I think it is Atletico's year to win it again, personally. I think Atletico will do the business again. Um, Ryan, is it a clean sweep? No. Ooh. I've picked the other Madrid team. <laughs> I, I I think when you look at the fact that last season, although they would have been playing with no fans anyway, they were pretty much playing all their games uh, at their training pit, you know, ground. So they're going to be back at the Bernabeu this season. Obviously, a new Bernabeu as well. So with all the fans back and with Ancelotti back as well, who really knows how to get the best out of the, the senior players at the club, has a great relationship with them all there. So, although they have lost their two centre-backs, I think Ramos was slowly on the decline anyway. And Varane, you know, is, is mainly injured anyway. So, I like that they got Alaba in. I think Alaba and Militao will be a good partnership at the back. And, yeah, I think, I, I, I just think that they will pick Atletico Madrid to it. Um, I think Atletico will be in a very strange situation this season whether Luis Suarez will you know score the same amount of goals he did last season whether Jao Felix will really kick on as well and obviously Rodrigo Paul again someone who will have pressure on him straight from the get-go I just think that there are a couple of unknowns with Atletico going into the season yeah yeah um now Naeem who are your three teams to go down three teams so I've gone for Raya Vallecano. Obviously, they just got promoted last season. Um, I've gone for Elche. And surprisingly, I've gone for Valencia. Um, to, yeah, to go down. Um, obviously, they haven't really strengthened too well. There was, obviously, they've lost Kevin Gamero. Um, he's gone as well. But, yeah, they're the, they pretty much had to sell pretty much all their best players over the last couple of years. And, yeah, I just think, I think this season they may... They, they finished like mid-table last season, but I, I think, yeah, they, they'll probably go down uh, with those three teams, those other two teams this season. And then, Ryan, who are your three teams to go down? I bloody hope it's not Valencia, because I like Valencia. Yeah, um, same. same. <laughs> um, I think they got a bit too much about them still, but uh, my ones to go down, uh, Elche were one of those as well. I've also gone with uh, Cadiz and Mallorca. I, I'm pretty sure all three of those came up last season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong, but I just feel like, again, I looked at all of our squads very quickly and they don't have any standout players, in my opinion. I think Mallorca have just brought in uh, Takafisu Kubo from Real Madrid on loan. Um, If they have done that, which I believe they have, then that would be a good bit of business for them, good attacking player. But... Yeah, I just, uh, for me, see them free going down. Now, I've did some research on La Liga. Um, I've looking at sort of the players they have and sort of players on these. I'm basing this purely on players I know in the teams. I think that's probably not the wise wise move. But I've got my three teams down as Rayo Vallecano, uh, Cadiz and Real Mallorca. I mm-hmm. think that I've got people like 
Alaves staying up because they've got people like Lejeune and Hosselu. Uh I've got people like um, Levante have signed Roberto Soldado and um, Oscar Duarte, who I remember seeing in the World Cup in 2014. He was impressive back then. And also Elche have got Kiko Casilla on loan. So I think for me, that's why I've got this team staying up. Albeit I don't watch Spanish football, so... Um, but they lost the teams, I all looked down all the teams out of the biggest bookmakers' odds to go down. So, um, so yeah, I, I, that's why I got Rayo Vallecano, Cadiz, and Real Mallorca. Um, surprise team, uh, uh, Naeem, who is going to surprise in Spain this year? Um, I'm going to go for a team that finished um, in the top four last season, and I'm going to go with Sevilla. Um, you know, they they done well last season, they weren't they at one point, obviously, they had a shout of obviously winning the league, but obviously, they did. You know they didn't obviously didn't do that in the end, but they also they might lose obviously Jules Kunde. Um, obviously he had, he had a good season last season, but yeah, I, I just think um, uh, Loptigi he's a he's a good manager. Um, you know he's been there for what two years now, and yeah, I think they may surprise a few people this season, and hopefully they might finish a bit higher higher this season. Well, I've also gone for Sevilla as my Ooh. surprise team. I think that they were came close last year, and I think that. No real team stands out as a clear favourite in terms of the league. I think even though Madrid have got a cool head and Ancelotti back, and I think with Atletico, who I tipped as the winners, I think Sevilla have every chance of surprising a few and winning it this year. I really do. I mean, look at the players they've got on their team. Um, they've got people like um, Olivia Torres. They've got someone like Suso. Um, I think the men is a great signing for them in in attack, and I think that he's going to be you know the player that we saw now and again in 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 England uh, on a permanent basis in um, in Spain. Lucas Acampas and they've got Rakitic in midfield, even though he's obviously past his best. And I think it's two of players I've, I've always liked. I think at Liverpool, he needed more games. I think I'd love to see them get more of a chance. But yeah, I think that's Spain, not Spain, Sevilla, a good surprise. Now, Ryan, is it a clean sweep, your surprise team? No, it is not. <laughs> I've actually gone for Real Sociedad's as my surprise team, just because of the talent that they have in their squad. They've just yeah. brought brought in Matthew Ryan um, on a free transfer to compete with Romero in goal, which is a solid bit of business. But mm-hmm. when you look at some of the, the players that they've got, you know, they've got good defence in uh, Lenormand and Elistundo, as well as uh, Monreal as well, who we all know. And... Even attackingly, you look at their midfield, Iremendi, uh, Marino, even David Silva as well, who's still, you know, kicking about for them. Um, Ozazabal, uh, Beren Nextia, uh, Adnan, Adnan Yanazai. And then lastly, um, Alexander Isaac, obviously, who impressed for Sweden in the Euros. I just think that they do have a very good opportunity to break into the top four. Mm-hmm. Right, we are now on to flop team. Naeem, who are your flop team? I've gone for... My flop team is going to be Villarreal um, this Ooh. season. Also, although, obviously, I know they won the European League last last um, season. Uh, you know, obviously, there's, there's a competition where you're playing on Thursday and then you obviously play again on a Sunday and a Monday. But I just think... Obviously, with them in the Champions League, the, you know, Emery doesn't usually do too well in the um, in the Champions League, so they might drop back down to the Europa League if they finish better. Then obviously that's going to be more games for them. But 
they haven't really strengthened too well um, so far this season. I know they've they've got one five on a permanent um, after he was on there on loan, but yeah, they've pretty much got the same squad as last season, and yeah, I think they 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 might flop this season. Um, Ryan, who's your flop team? Barcelona. <laughs> mm. Obviously, you can point to the main reason being losing Messi, but when you look at the the largest sort of picture, and although they've brought in some good free transfers, I just think that with Messi leaving, it's going to affect them massively on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. There's already you know, rumours of, um, you know, disinterest between a lot of the players. A lot of them seem to be very confused and upset with how things have been handled. And I can see that sort of transmitting onto the pitch. Now, I don't rate Ronald Koeman as a manager whatsoever, so I can see him definitely being a candidate for first manager to be sacked. But, yeah, you know, if they didn't have certain players like Pedri and Frankie de Jong um, and Ansu Fati to, you know, sort of, bring a bit of life into them, then I could see them slipping out of the Champions League places, but I still think they'll make the top four anyway. And I've also gone for Barca as my flop team for all the points you just said. I think they're going to really struggle this year. I think there's a very small chance they may even finish outside top four. Um, That's the bold prediction for me. Um, Now, I'll go for mine first, purely because you'll see why in a second. I've gone for the same player, both as player of the year and team of the year. Uh, I've gone for Kareem Benzema as my player of the season and my top scorer. Purely because I've got him as top scorer. I couldn't think of a, top, of a player of the year, so I thought, why not go for the top goal scorer? I think that Kareem Benzema was excellent in the Euros. I think he was probably France's second best player in that tournament. I think he put in some excellent performances. And I think he'll be the main man once again for Real Madrid. And I think he will get the goals. And as a result, he will win player of the year. Um, Naeem, who's your player of the year and who's your top scorer? Yes, yeah, so my top goal scorer is the same as yours, Benzema. You know, um, he, yeah, he had a good season last season. Obviously, although Wimbledon didn't do too well, um, you know, he had a, like you said, he had a good Euros. Um, he's pretty much been a main striker now for what about a good ten years now. So, yeah, I think I think yeah, he'll just keep continuing on his goal scoring form, and yeah, he'll now Messi's gone, and yeah, he'll be the top goal scorer. And yeah, sorry, player of the season. Um, I've gone for a weird one. I've gone for Griezmann at Barcelona. Um, you know, okay. he, had, he had a good like end to the um, last season, and you know he done pretty well in the Euros. So now, obviously, with Messi gone, there's you know they, they're going to be look their players going to be looking at someone obviously to rely on. And I think yeah, he I don't know I think he might surprise a few people this season. And he, you know, he might might get the player of the season. So yeah, I've gone, I've gone for Griezmann as player of the season. And Ryan, who's your player of the year and who's your top scorer? So player of the year, it was hard to separate two players for me. Um, a bit of uh, a bit of a maverick kind of pick. One was uh, Diego uh, Lanes of Real Betis, mm-hmm. uh, Mexican winger who I think will thrive this season, but. In the end, I went with uh, Mikel Ayazabal from Real Sociedad, a player who I just mentioned there. I just feel like with them having a good season, in my opinion, I think he, will, again, will be someone who will definitely thrive on that left-hand side for Real Sociedad. And your top scorer? Um, again, another Sociedad player. I've gone with Alexander Isaac. 
Oh, really backing Tottenham, aren't you? Really backing them. Well, he got goals last season in La Liga, and he's just signed a new deal as well. Uh, after coming off the back of a of a good Euros, I simply just think he will kick on, and I don't necessarily think he'll get too many goals. I don't think it will take too many this season to win it, because although Benzema will definitely be up there, um, I don't know if he'll be in the same vein of form as he was last season, but it'll be very tight between those two, in my opinion. Fantastic. And then finally, who name will be the first manager to be sacked? Yeah, so I've gone for Ronald Koeman to be the first manager sacked, simply because, you know, obviously Barcelona, they didn't really do too well last season, and that was obviously with Messi in there. So taking all his goals and obviously his assists out of the team, I think... Like, like you'll see, you guys have said with your flop teams that Barcelona probably will struggle. And I think, yeah, he, I think, I think they will get rid of him maybe mid season and then, yeah, try and bring someone in new because he hasn't really done, he hasn't really set the world alight since he's been there. And obviously, they haven't won the league for two seasons and he's going to be expected to challenge for the league and, and maybe win it. But yeah, with the three transfers they've got in, they, they've been all right. But also with Aguero, um, he's out for 10 weeks. So, uh, the goals will come in their team, but yeah, I think I think they will struggle um, uh, in some games, and yeah, I think I think yeah, he will be the, he will, he will get sacked first. Yeah, I mean, I I almost had him in as well. I, I came very close to putting him in my category for this, but there's someone else I think will just edge it. Um, Ryan, who will be the first manager to go? Ronald Koeman. Oh, same. <laughs> yep, I don't need to give any reasons to it. No, yep. just mentioned more. But so I have gone for the Valencia manager, Pepe Bordelas. I mentioned before why I thought the Bordeaux manager would get sacked because of the unrest there. And I think with Valencia being in Naeem's um, sort of bottom three, and also I think when I was doing research, they were a team that they were saying could be a sneaky pick to go down. I think there's been problems for years at that club, sadly. And I think that if, if they start badly, they've got, they've, they've got no... I mean, Valencia operate a bit like Watford, a bit like Chelsea. They are very key. They are very sort of, they are known to sort of get rid of managers very quickly. And I think that they will follow the same approach here and they will they will also get rid of Pepe Bordelas. Um But yeah, that does conclude our podcast for this week. I'm just going to run through everyone's predictions before we do head off. So, League 1, we all had PSG uh, relegated. I had Rems, Troyes, Clermont. Ryan had Strasbourg, Rems, Troyes. Uh, Naeem had Brest, Troyes, Clermont, and um, Alex had Bordeaux, Clermont, and Angers. Surprise team, uh, both Ryan and Alex both had Marseille, and both me and Naeem had Monaco. Flop team, um, Alex had Rennes, I had Bordeaux, Ryan had Lyon, and Naeem had Lille. Uh, player of the season, uh, both, both myself and Naeem had Messi, and uh, Ryan went for Hakimi. Uh, top scorer, uh, I went for Messi as well, whereas both Ryan and Naeem went for Mbappe. First manager to be sacked, um, I went for Pekovic of uh, Bordeaux. Um, Ryan went for Leon Rudy Garcia. Naeem went for Leon's Hostin Gavaray. Um, and going on to the Premier League, uh, both myself and Naeem both had Man City as the champions, whereas Ryan, amazingly, had Liverpool. Uh, relegated. I had Norwich, Watford, Brighton. Ryan had Watford, Brentford, Southampton, whereas Naeem had Norwich, Palace and Southampton. Surprise team. I went for Brentford. Ryan went for Crystal Palace and Naeem went for Aston Villa, whereas flop teams. 
both myself and Ryan both went to Spurs, whereas mine went for our local rivals, Arsenal. Uh, player of the year, I went for Kai Havertz. Uh, Ryan went for Mo Salah. And Naeem went for Jack Grealish. A top scorer, I went for Harry Kane. Uh, Ryan went for Mo Salah. And uh, Naeem went for Romelu Lukaku. And then finally, first manager to go, I had Patrick Vieira. Uh, Ryan had Watford, Cisco Munoz. And Naeem had Mikel Arteta. Uh, now on to Syria. Um, champions, we all had Juve uh, relegated. I had Spezia, Empoli and Salamatiana. Um, Ryan went for Venezia, Spezia and Salatiana. Whereas Ryan Naim went for Venezia, Torino and Spezia. Surprise team, I went for Lazio. Ryan went for Fiorentina and Naim went for Atalanta. We all hit Inter Milan for our flock team. We all said Ronaldo top scorer. I went for Federico Chiesa as player of the year. Ryan went for Theo Hernandez and uh, Naim went for Lorenzo Insigne. First manager to be sacked, I voted for Thiago Motta. Um, Ryan went for Cientianas Fabrizio Lestani and um, Naim went for Inter Milan's new manager, Simone Inzaghi. And finally, La Liga. Both myself and Naim went for Atletico Madrid, whereas Ryan went for Real Madrid. Uh, relegated, I went for Rayo Vallecano, Cadiz and Mallorca. And Ryan went for um, Rayo, sorry, Ryan went for Elche, Cadiz and Rayo Mallorca. And Naim went for Rayo Vallecano, Valencia and Elche. Um, surprise teams, both Naim and myself went for Sevilla, whereas Ryan went for Real Sociedad. Um, both myself and Ryan went for Barcelona as the flop team, whereas Naim went for Villarreal. Uh, player of the year, I went for Benzema. Uh, Ryan went for Mikel Ozil-Gazbal. And Naim went for Anton Guizman. Top scorer, I went for Benzema. Uh, Alex went, Alex Ryan went for um, Isaac of Sociedad. And um, Naim also went for Benzema. And then finally, for our managers to go, both Naim and Ryan went for Ronald Koeman to go, and I went for Valencia's Pepe Borderas. Well, that concludes our pre-season predictions. Uh, of course, La-, La Liga's not Liga, Liga has already started, uh, whereas the-, the other leagues, including the Premier League, start this weekend. Now, we look forward to coming back to you next week with our roundup of the first weekend of these leagues. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you then. So, um, I've been your host, Andy, and this has been Ryan, and this has been Naim. Cheers all. See you later, guys.